It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist, certified nutrition specialist, And this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and counseling. You know, as you look at your goals for 2014, you might be saying to yourself, you know, I had those goals last year, same goals for 2013, but I need to make them again. Often these goals are focused on weight loss, having more energy, being less depressed, or getting more exercise, you might ask yourself, what are those habits that are holding me back? You know, we will explore habits holding you back and habits that were going to move you forward. So joining me today as our co-host is Brenna Thompson. Brenna is a registered and licensed dietitian. She sees clients in our North Oaks office and also at our Maple Grove location. She's also busy teaching nutrition classes for a variety of businesses and community organizations. So, Brenna, I know you've been to snowy Duluth. I have. It wasn't snowing that day, thankfully. (laughs) And you've been to sunny California teaching nutrition classes for Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I was. It was a good trip to California. So, So I bet you kind of liked both places, didn't you? I did. I'm not sure which one I liked better, but they were both enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. So are you going any place next week? I am going to places next week. Um, not as far as Duluth or California by any means, but just up to Bram, Minnesota. And I will be teaching five steps to boost metabolism for East Center Energy. And uh, just going to be a good couple of days. Uh, I think both days will be teaching to about a room full of 80 people. Oh, good. So, so what do you like about going out and teaching? I probably just meeting people and kind of seeing that look of shock and awe on their face when I tell them that they get to eat things like butter and eggs. <laughs> and if you like eggs, you can eat them every day and it's not going to raise your cholesterol. <laughs> and, and we've been given that message now for quite a while, haven't we? We have. Yes, it's it's fun. And then they, of course, kind of start going, oh, my gosh, what am I going to eat when I tell them that? You know, it's really it's the processed carbs like cereal and toast that put stress on their liver and raises their cholesterol. And of course, you know, I often get to tell men that want to lower their cholesterol to give up cereal and soda and beer. Okay. Now what, so those are the three things. If men want to lower their cholesterol. Yes. They have to give a what? They have to give up. All right, men, if you're listening or wives of men, (laughs) tell your husband or your boyfriend, whoever it may be to lower their cholesterol. They need to give up the cereal you know, you know, think about cereal. When they eat cereal, it's like not two cups. No. It's four or five, six cups. Oh, gosh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And also the beer. You got to give up the beer. It's hard on your liver. It'll raise your cholesterol. So I would say that soda is one of those habits that just really has a firm grip and holds so many people back. We hear this every day in our we, office. We do. So if you're a soda pop drinker and you want to give up that habit... We have a magic formula that works very well for most people. You start your day with a large glass of water, and then you take the following supplements three times a day. Here we go. Write it down. You take one bifidobacteria. You take two L-glutamine capsules. 
and two to three Crave Control crack capsules. And it works. And it works. It works. Three times a day. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now, let me repeat this. So if you're writing this down, you're going to drink a large glass of water each time you take your supplements. And we recommend that that be before meals. So it's one bifidobacteria, two L-glutamine capsules, and two to three Crave Control capsules to help support your biochemistry so you don't crave soda or sugar. And sugar. It also helps to know why you want to give up an unhealthy habit. In this way, you can engage your brain to control your unhealthy habits. So that's a new thought for a lot of people. We're going to engage your brain to control your unhealthy habits. That's right. And you really have to think of what is my real reason to give up soda. I often call that your motivation. What is motivating you to Mm -hmm. do that? And so maybe you are gaining weight from soda. And that happens to most people. That happens to most people. Or maybe you're feeling really achy. You've got some achy joints. And people don't even recognize that that might be a reason. No, they don't. That's causing them to feel achy. It's the sugar and it's the chemicals in there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe soda bloats you up and you can't zip up your jeans. We hear that one all the time, I, don't we? Oh, my gosh, yes. People are but, amazed. They stop drinking soda and they're like, I'm not bloated anymore. Yes. And yeah. they hadn't even connected the... Mm -mm. Nope. Or maybe soda gives you heartburn. That's a common one as well. So figure out what your reason is and focus on it. Use that to keep you going. So, Brenna, maybe, you know, these people's habits are not a soda drinker, but their habit is two glasses of wine every evening to unwind. And that's another one that we hear all the time. Very common. So you can use the same formula to stop the wine habit. And to do that, drink at least, again, four large glasses of water throughout the day just to help keep you hydrated. But then when you're drinking those glasses of water before your meals, take that bifido, two glutamine, and two to three Crave Control Plus capsules before each meal. And that will help change your brain chemistry so you don't have those alcohol cravings. So kind of, again, determine what is the reason to give up wine. So engage your brain. You know it is... You know, we know that it makes people gain weight, and people know that it's making them gain weight. Right. Um, You know it increases your risk of getting breast cancer or colon cancer by 50%. That's one I don't think most people know. No, and particularly if people also smoke and drink, that's a very lethal combination. And it's particularly true for women who drink two glasses of wine every night, Mm -hmm. that it really increases the risk of breast and colon cancer by 50%. 50%. 50%. That's huge. That's not a little bit. Or, you know, here's one that I hear all the time. You feel spacey and tired in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they didn't sleep well because guess what? Night sweats come on when you drink wine. Yes, they do. And my mom actually has pretty much stopped, not completely stopped drinking wine, but she finally figured out this year that having just that one glass of wine, maybe on a Friday night or a Saturday night, was giving her migraines. On the weekends. And Brenna, how long has your mom suffered with migraines? For years. And it's just been getting worse and worse. And finally, one weekend, for whatever reason, she didn't have her one glass of wine. And she goes, I didn't have a migraine. I didn't have to take any medication. <laughs> so again, determine the reason. Why? Why you're going to quit this? Engage your brain and focus on the why. You're changing an unhealthy habit to change your life. 
you know, you've gotten rid of a habit holding you back. That's so simple. Yes. We think. We think. But unhealthy habits start in the brain. And these habits get started because they turn on the pleasure center in the brain and create the chemistry of temptation. Mm-hmm. To turn off that an unhealthy habit, most people need a reason to turn it off. Mm-hmm. you got to have a reason. You need support, and more support than most people realize. Yes. And you really have to have education. You know, it's kind of like your mom. Mm-hmm. She's got it. She's figured out, oh, okay, I'm going to get a migraine if I drink a glass of wine. Well, maybe I don't want a migraine. Maybe I don't want a migraine. <laughs> maybe I don't want to have to take the medication. Right. And, you know, as nutritionists, we believe you need to have an eating plan to rebalance your brain. And you've got to rebalance that brain chemistry. So we're going to explain a little bit more in detail. But at first, I want to introduce our special guest, Nell Calls. Many of you know Nell because she's been on Dishing Up Nutrition before. And, you know, she's done a lot of amazing things. Welcome, Nell. You lost a lot of weight, haven't you? Yes. I've lost 90 pounds. That's... I started working with my nutritionist in 2008. Uh, so I made that first nutritional appoint- nutritional consultation appointment in 2008. It seems 2000... so long ago. Wow. <laughs> It's not that long ago, but it seems so long ago because this journey has been so uh, life life transformational. Um, and that was at with Cara. I remember the very first appointment. It took me almost a year to heal my metabolism. I had no weight loss that first year. That's one of the things my students and people I talk to, they say, you didn't lose weight that first year? And I said, no, I, I didn't. I, it was like unlike any other diet plan I had been on in that it wasn't a diet plan. <laughs> but you had to heal your metabolism Absolutely. from some of those other diet plans. Absolutely. All the other diet plans had kind of wrecked my metabolism, if you will. And so I had to heal. I had been on and off diets for 25 years. Sure. Starting life, you know, in the 70s with all kinds of processed foods. It wasn't going to he- it wasn't going to start. My body wasn't going to heal overnight. And, and we're going to have to hear more about <laughs> that when we come back from break. Okay. It's that time again already. It is. I'm sorry. I had to cut you off there. That's okay. (laughs) You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. This coming Wednesday, January 8th, Nutritional Weight and Wellness will start the Nutrition for Weight Loss program in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin for the next 12 weeks. If you live in the Balsam Lakes, St. Croix Falls, or Luck, Wisconsin area, we encourage you to sign up. Classes from 515 to 615 every Wednesday night Starting January 8th. If you take the class with a friend, you get $25 off. So what is Nutrition for Weight Loss? So Nutrition for Weight Loss is an amazing 12-week program where you get the support of of an instructor and your classmates to really dive into the reasons that you're overweight and to lose weight. You get support and encouragement on a weekly basis, and it really is an amazing process. Yes, it is. And to sign up, call Balsam Lake Community Education at 715-825-2101 with the extension of 1560 or call 651-699-3438 for more information. The phone rings in the middle of the night. Your heart skips a beat when you hear your mom has fallen and broken her hip. A sinking feeling tells you the nursing home is the next step. This is not an uncommon story. One in two women over the age of 50 will fracture a bone because of osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is a serious disease, but it is treatable. Did you realize your food choices can help you rebuild your bones? 
Whether you have osteoporosis or are at risk for developing it, the nutrition educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness are ready to help. To learn more about the link between osteoporosis and nutrition, take their one-night class, Nutritional Solutions for Osteoporosis. To tackle osteoporosis head-on, meet one-on-one with a nutritionist and receive a customized eating plan. There is hope if you're suffering with osteoporosis or are at risk for developing it. Call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com to schedule your one-on-one nutrition counseling appointment or sign up for our osteoporosis class. Visit weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you want to get rid of your habits holding you back, I encourage you to sign up for Nutrition for Weight Loss. I learned so much as a, from the class as an individual consultation, as a student of the class. I also teach the classes now. And you get so connected to the people in your class, you support each other as you try to lose weight, and you learn how to eat well to lose weight. So we have the next Nutrition for Weight Loss series will start the week of January 27th. You know, we will have classes in North Oaks, Maple Grove, Lakeville, Wyzetta, St. Paul. If you'd like a daytime class, we have one in Wyzetta on Friday mornings from 10 to 11. So to sign up, go to weightandwellness.com or call 651-699-3438. You know, we have a real person that answers the phone and will be happy to answer any of your questions, you know, any of them. And so if you have questions today for us, on the, in the studio, it's 651-641-1071. And now, before we went on break, you were talking about you lost 90 pounds, took you a year to get your metabolism in shape, and probably to get rid of some habits holding you back. Absolutely. Habits like ordering takeout every night uh, <laughs> versus cooking. You mean there's something wrong with that habit? Yes. <laughs> yes. So also following an eating plan, I learned how to actually follow an eating plan versus just skipping meals. That was That's something that people don't realize that negatively affects their metabolism after so much dieting. You think skipping meals is a good thing. Um, or going too long between meals, grabbing a cookie or candy. I, this is something I'm struggling with right now is if I'm going too long between meals or if I don't get enough protein – I know that I'm going to be susceptible to grabbing a cookie or a piece of candy. Uh, the protein can't tell you how important that is. Getting that animal protein uh, five times a day, unbelievably important to helping me maintain uh, my weight loss. It boosts metabolism, and it it's kind of slows down the cravings, doesn't it? Absolutely. I and mean, that's one that people just don't understand. You don't understand it until you live it, mm-hmm. until you've you've been... Uh, coached to think about it in a different way, that eating actually helps you lose weight (laughs) versus the deprivation model that we're all so used to. You know, it's so interesting because I have a new puppy at my house. Oh. And it's like, they like schedules. Yes. And we, as people, we like schedules, really. We feel more comfortable on a structure, on a schedule than this the way most people live these days. Absolutely. I I, I compare the feeling of how I feel when I have a fridge full of food that I've cooked. You know, I take a Saturday and I make a batch of chili with protein Mm -hmm. and I make all meatballs. I compare that feeling to the desperation I feel when I don't have anything in the fridge and I know that I'm going to be battling cravings all week long Mm -hmm. and possibly gaining weight as a result. Yep. 
That's right. Now, Nell, in 2010, you celebrated that year with 90 pounds off your body, feeling good, looking great, and you stayed with your eating plan and your cooking plan and your exercising for two and a half years, which that's amazing. So major, major accomplishments. And then in the summer of 2013... Dun, dun, dun. What happened? What happened? happened? (laughs) Everyone's all eyes on me. So I got caught up in some unhealthy habits. I mean, uh, those same habits that I had to get rid of to lose weight and keep it off, I got caught up in again. So, Nell, what was happening in your life? What (laughs) made you get caught up? Well, it started with a major job change uh, in the spring, but I was still doing okay. I was still keeping up with my eating plan. Um, the stresses of going from I was I was ch- changing quite a bit about my life at that point. I had gone from you know relatively small organization to a large corporation, uh, so that was a huge change. Mm-hmm. And those times in your life, you're often susceptible to going back to unhealthy habits. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. So you know I was aware of that, and so I was trying to plan and bring my food, but my schedule changed. Things just started to slip a little bit. Mm-hmm. The end of the summer, we decided, let's move. <laughs> <laughs> Put oh. our house on the market, do all of these things. And, the, and the, the sales process of the house took a lot longer. In the meantime, we'd bought a house, so we were juggling two mortgages. We were trying to move. You can see yes. how... We have excuses like, I have to keep the house clean for showings, led to, let's go run to the, you know, I at, at this point, it was early on, it was Chipotle, and then it started to be, you know, let's just grab whatever we can. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you see how that happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So lots of different things happened to you, and you got kind of caught up again. Got now, caught up again. Absolutely. Now, as you think back, what was the habit that kind of caught you first or, you know, was it the habit of ordering the food and not cooking? Or was it the habit of not eating on schedule and not eating enough protein and falling into the deep pit of processed carbohydrates? (laughs) All of the above. (laughs) Or was it the habit of hiding your struggles and not making an appointment with Kara, your nutritionist. So surprisingly, so it is all of the above, but surprisingly, it's that last one. I was hiding. I was hiding in plain sight. I was teaching classes this whole time. <laughs> Which had to been very difficult. It was very difficult. I think my I think I tried to be candid about my struggles with my students because they're struggling just as I am in mm-hmm. a in a world of candy dishes and fast food. Um, but it, it was a struggle. Being 90 pounds overweight, I knew I was a compulsive eater. But I didn't fully understand how quickly my unhealthy habits could come roaring back when I faced that extra stress. I think that's one that people don't realize how quickly those unhealthy habits can come back. Mm-hmm. And if I had been making weekly appointments with Cara, uh, had I been on top of it, and this is good stress or bad stress, buying a brand new house is exciting, all of this great stuff, but I have so too many of my unhealthy habits for such a long time, many of them since childhood as many of us do, I needed to make a weekly commitment to, con- to constantly replace unhealthy habits with healthy habits. You know, that's an interesting one. It's like you said, you have to make weekly commitments kind of to, to just keep growing and Absolutely. Change. Absolutely. Because this is, this is a, like I said, this is a lifelong problem. I'm going to have this struggle with my weight 
for the rest of my life. For the rest of your life. And the mistake that I made when I stopped making appointments with Cara was that I thought, gee, I have this thing licked. Lost the 90 pounds. I know what I'm doing. There's nothing more she can tell me. (laughs) And look at where I am today. I'm back in Cara's office on an almost weekly basis. Good. uh, Really getting the support that I need. Yes. And sometimes it isn't even that she's telling you anything new. Exactly. She may be telling you the same thing, but you're hearing it in a new way. Exactly. It's a new stage of my journey. I'm trying to turn this around to look at this a little more positively in that this is going to be lifelong. Uh, it's a new stage in my journey, and I'm, I'm repracticing all of the things that made me successful in the first place with Cara's guidance. So let's go back to this ordering food in a little bit, because <laughs> that one is something that I think catches people a lot. Yes, especially someone selling a house. So you, you selling or moving or any kind of big stressor, a new new schedule. I knew that ordering in uh, takeout food was risky because of the MSG and the sugar most contain. But I used my emotions to control my life and not my brain. <laughs> If I had sat down with Kara, she would have said, you know what, pick up a roasted chicken and a salad and use real dressing. And I would have done that. My brain needs guidance. And Kara has been so great at giving me guidance that my brain needs to control my unhealthy habits. So like I said, I thought I had this problem licked. There's nothing new she can tell me. Why would I make an appointment? And how wrong I was. And we hear that all the time. (laughs) You know, it's just people have... They're, they, I don't know what it is, but they have set, they're uncomfortable about making ongoing, some people at least, ongoing appointments with their nutritionist, aren't they? Yep. And it's, it's for me, it's about priority. I think about how much losing that 90 pounds has meant to my life, Yes, to my health. I'm more vibrant. I can see myself going for a long time and not having the health problems associated with the obesity that I had. Uh, but I have to prioritize going to see Cara on a regular basis. And this also affects my family, too. So I'm, I've made an appointment for my son to see Anna in a couple of weeks. Yes. So it really is about the – I truly believe that the ongoing support was the key to me losing that 90 pounds in the first place. Yes. When I lost sight of that is when I started gaining a little bit of that back. Okay. You know, and I think, Nell, you were talking about weight loss, but I think we could say the same thing if somebody is struggling with higher blood sugars. Absolutely. Diabetes. Diabetes. Depression. 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 Or if they're struggling with aches and pains. Fibromyalgia. Yes. And the list goes on. (laughs) It does. So it isn't. Yes. Or addiction of any kind. Yes. So that's the thing I equate my my experience to is it's very much like an addiction of a a kind. It, It takes constant monitoring and tending and you know and this is not all bad news once you get into a groove your life is great yes <laughs> and you're eating so healthy and you feel so good feel so good yes and your skin is great and you don't age and all those wonderful things that happen yes yes and I have yes. to cut you off again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's break time. Sorry. I want to thank the Lake Minnetonka magazine for the wonderful article they wrote called Simple Solutions for New Year's Resolutions. Many wonderful quotes in the article, one of which was from Lisa Hackenstand, a nutritional weight and wellness client. She said, I wasn't dieting. It just came off. I got to where my body should be in a healthy way. She said that the motto at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is real food first, and it is. 
and attention is focused on teaching people about balanced eating. So if you have questions today, please give us a call at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you are struggling with osteopenia or even osteoporosis, or just want to do everything you can to keep strong, healthy bones, let me suggest our class, Nutritional Solutions for Osteoporosis. Anna, one of my favorites, will be teaching this class January 8th in Maple Grove, and Diane will be teaching it Saturday, January 11th at our St. Paul office. We know it's cold and snowy and hard to get to class, but we promise you a warm classroom, and we will even serve you organic tea. To sign up, call 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com. All right, and we've got a question here. Okay, great. Good morning, Miss Sarah. You have a question for us? I do have a question. Thanks, you guys. Um, I listen to your show very often, and I love the advice that you give. Thank you. And I'd like to say that I, I, I think I do a fairly good job of keeping um, my food on track, but there are days when I miss lunch mm-hmm. and um, I overeat at night. Sure. And I, I feel it coming on. I know it's happening. I just wonder if there's something I can kind of point to that's quick and easy to help me um, not overeat. Well, Nell, do you want to go for that one? Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. So that's interesting that you point out that you you skip lunch and you notice overeating at night because that happens to me too. If I skip my afternoon snack, I am ravenously hung, hungry and fall into some traps like loving to eat toast at night. Uh, I was just ta- telling Dar about my, my mother loves to eat toast at night and I picked that up from her and eating lots and lots of toast. And so when I feel that way, a, a, a little bit of carbohydrate and some fat is an excellent bedtime snack. It really helps stave off the cravings and, and stop things stop things in its track. Brenna, do you have anything to add to that? I would also say even if you've missed lunch, can you get a snack in before supper? Yeah. Can you make sure that at supper you get enough protein and enough fat? Because those are what's really going to help make you feel satisfied at that point. Okay. And I think the other thing that a lot of my clients do is they make chili and they they put it in containers of a cup. Yes. And so they have a lot of those in the freezer and then they just take those to work in case they miss a meal and then they can have that for a snack. And that seems to hold people and satisfy people because it's got a lot of meat in it and it's got some kidney beans and kidney mm-hmm. beans slow the process of your sugar and so it's a very stabilizing food. Chili's just great for that. It is one of the best. Absolutely. Okay. So now I have a question for you. Yes. Now, oh. what did you do? Did our, our call, I think oh, we sure. still got Sarah. Sarah, do you have any questions at this point? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Sarah, listen, because uh, now you, were, uh, when we were on break, you were talking about the mom doing the toes. So you've got that habit built <laughs> in. Absolutely. That memory. Yes. I ab- call that the... Chemistry of temptation. The chemistry of temptation. So, yeah, learning some of those habits. I have a toast habit. Uh, And so what I did, and this is, again, engaging the brain. uh, So we had a toaster oven on the counter that was taking up a lot of room. And I kind of just, I started to question, why do we have that toaster, toaster oven? 
Uh, and I, we put it away and I said, do we need a toaster? And my husband said, well, we don't really make toast anymore because we're not eating bread. <laughs> and so it was almost like, you know, you take away the toaster. It almost it limits your ability to fall into that unhealthy habit. Exactly. And I think a lot of people, they can't buy the ice cream and have yes. it in the freezer because suddenly that slides out. And you've got your spoon in it. Absolutely. And you can't just, you can't leave a divot in it. You've got to clean off the top. So <laughs> that's a habit my dad taught me. <laughs> you have to have a neat line around the top of the ice cream. <laughs> so it's like engaging your brain and also making sure that you've got your blood sugar stabilized. And I think using those cups of chili makes... All Huge the difference. Sarah's, Sarah's point about skipping a meal and how that impacts the rest of your day is yeah. very well taken. You are setting yourself up for cravings and for unhealthy eating that way. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great call. Great call. Great question. Thank you very much. Thanks, you guys. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. So let's see. Where were we before we got on break? I think um, we were talking about Kara telling you to pick up a roasted chicken. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Uh, and also probably, uh, I know I cannot eat that takeout food. Uh, that's one of the things that really kind of started the ball rolling Mm -hmm. on this latest, uh, struggle that I'm having. Uh, it contains too much sugar. It's got chemicals, which set off the pleasure centers in my brain. And then I wanted more and more. So it was kind of like a big snowball effect. You know, oh, go go ahead. I, I felt like this excuse of needing to keep the house clean for yes. showings and mm-hmm. keeping that kitchen, I don't want to stink up the kitchen, was an excuse to help me go back to that unhealthy habit. Because once my pleasure center in my brain was kicked off, then it was just like, oh, now game on. Yes. <laughs> I think that's, and that's one that, you know, Dr. Daniel Amen, um, he's the author of Making a Good Brain Great. And I quote him a lot because I like his well, the way he thinks. You know, don't believe the first thought you have. If the, th- the first thought is, you know, I'm hungry and I'm going to pull through a fast food lane, you know, think again. He says, stop and think again. And I think that what that is, is engaging your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you might say I'm hungry, but it's just as quick for me to pick up a salad and a roasted chicken at the grocery store. You can run in, grab those, and you've got food. So you're really using your brain to control unhealthy habits. That we, is, yeah. This summer when I was doing all the traveling to California oh, or yeah. up to Duluth and all that, I think there the month of August, I don't know how many rotisserie chickens we ate. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Because it was like we would be home for maybe three days and then we're off traveling for four days on the weekend. And I didn't want to have to keep buying tons of groceries but i knew that if we had the frozen vegetables and some salad stuff and rotisserie chicken at least we had good food yes absolutely so that is part of the nutrition counseling that kept my brain needs that weekly touch point if i'm going to maintain this 90 pound weight loss and feel great yeah it's replacing those unhealthy habits with healthy habits And it can be as simple as putting cottage cheese in a container or yogurt, whichever one you like, Mm -hmm. that full fat, plain, plain yogurt Mm -hmm. with maybe some blueberries or strawberries in there and some chopped up almonds. Or I'm a big fan of shredded coconut. Okay. And you put that in a container and you take it to work. Exactly. And now you've got a morning snack or an afternoon snack. 
Absolutely. I know I must plan, plan, plan. And I need to know what I will be eating. Do. Every mm-hmm. one of us do. I need to know what I'll be eating today, and I need to have it cooked, or I need to pick it up at one of the food co-ops. And at this point in my recovery, I need the weekly support and encouragement from an expert, someone I can trust. And for me, that's Kara. What she's done for me in this last, you know, kind of setback mode is help guide me through, like, taking the baby steps I need to get back on track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's so important because you really feel very, very lost and hopeless. And and having just making that appointment, it seemed like it changed everything. And we've got a question. Okay. All right. Good morning, Miss Carrie. You have a question for us? Uh, yes. It's about rotisserie chickens. I'm wondering where in the cities do you guys recommend picking one up? Um, you know, something healthy without a lot of MSG and in yeah. it for me. Yes. So I would, my first choices would be definitely the co-ops or Whole Foods. And after that, um, if I'm stuck with it, I would maybe go to Costco because I know that theirs are gluten-free. Oh, Okay. I would have expected that from one of those types of stores. You know, I always go to the co-ops, whether it's, you know, Mississippi Market or Lake Winds, because they use really quality chickens and they don't put MSG or any of the, any other chemical on their Mm -hmm. chickens. And so, and they taste great. Oh my gosh, they taste so good. They're they're delicious. And that's one where you get that and... Even if you don't eat all of it, you've got great leftovers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the I, the neat thing about us now is there's co-ops all over now. It's great. More and more are being mm-hmm. opened up. So we've got more options for people. Go ahead. I'm I sorry. I like to take leftover chicken to work with me with a little hummus. And that's kind of a uh, a quick afternoon snack when I kind of feel like things are. Sure. Yeah. I think I think that's great. You might throw a couple of carrots in there to have a little bit more glucose, a little bit more sugar to bring up your blood sugar a little bit. And I think then that's a perfect snack. Super. Well, thank you. I appreciate the info. Yep. You know, the one of the other things, I think it's on our website, weightandwellness.com. Hmm. We actually have an article. We do. Uh, that says... You know, check out the delis or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so we have rated the different delis at the different grocery stores. Yeah. Yep. So that would be a great resource for people. Yes. So should we take another caller? Or I think we've, oh, we might have to go to break here. Okay. We'll take our caller when we come back. Okay. But you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you've ever wondered how much sugar is in a bagel... Or in a sub sandwich, tune in to Care 11 News at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, January 7th, and watch Kara, Nell's nutritionist, as she is interviewed about the hidden sugars in everyday foods. It's the time of year when half the people you know are sipping so-called shakes or eating locale meal replacements. Diet gimmicks may get short-term results, but to truly change your health and change your body, you have to change your nutrition. And to do that, you need nutritional weight and wellness. Sign up for a class or come in for a one-on-one consultation. Nutritional weight and wellness has offices in St. Paul, Wyzetta, North Oaks, Lakeville, and Maple Grove, and offers classes at many other Twin Cities locations. Call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I hope everyone saw the headlines in Wednesday's issue of the Star Tribune. You know, an Alzheimer's breakthrough 
The article said a Minnesota researcher has found that vitamin E in large doses can significantly slow the progression of Alzheimer's. This, Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. Anytime we hear that, we kind of perk our ears up. But this five-year study published Tuesday in the American Journal of the American Medical Association was centered at the Minneapolis Veterans Center. This $11 million study. Wow, that's a lot, that's of, a lot money. of money. <laughs> and it included 613 Alzheimer's patients and was conducted at 14 different medical centers from August of 2007 to September 2012. And the study found that intensive vitamin E therapy resulted in a 19% improvement in clinical symptoms and disease progression. You know, caring for 5.2 million Americans, isn't that a huge number? That's huge. Living with all forms of dementia cost over $20 billion in 2013. Wow. Now that's a lot of money. And according to leading researcher at the Mayo Clinic and this recent research finding, vitamin E should be considered for Alzheimer's and other dementia patients. You know, now we have two recommendations. You know, Dr. Mary Newport recommended coconut oil for her husband. Yes. And now this study recommends vitamin E oil. They're both important fats for the brain. You know, personally, I'd throw in some omega-3 fish oil. I'd also recommend avocados to get that vitamin E in there, too. That's a great idea. Yeah. So amazing findings. And we want to thank Dr. Maurice Dyskin. He's the lead researcher. And good news, he's going to be on the show sometime in February. I think it's about February 15th, talking about his research. That's awesome. I think it is. It's great. That'll be great. And we do have a question. So I think we'll take that. Okay. Good morning, Miss Kathy. You've got a question for us? Yes, hi. Good morning. Hi, um, I love salads, and lots of times I just don't know what kind of salad dressing to put on it. Um, I use a lot, you know, maybe a raspberry vinaigrette. I look for something low in sugar. Can you recommend anything else besides that? Well, one of the things that I always recommend, if you can find something, find something that's got olive oil in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I really like, so if you have access to any of the oilery stores where you can go in and get the olive oils there, it's a nice way to change it up because you can get the flavored olive oils with a flavored balsamic vinegar, and that's a nice way to change it up. I also, there's a brand at Whole Foods called Tesame, which is just olive oil with seasonings in it. Okay. Which is delicious. The only problem is they have it refrigerated, so you kind of have to let it sit out for a couple minutes before you want to use it. Uh, because of the olive oil. Because the olive oil becomes solid sure. once it's refrigerated. And I believe Bragg's yes. also has their salad dressings are olive oil-based. Okay. And it's so easy to make your own vinaigrette. It's two-thirds, two-thirds to one-third, so two-thirds cup olive oil and one-third cup balsamic vinaigrette. So okay. uh, you can get some great olive oils, flavored olive oils and flavored vinegars mm-hmm. at those oilery stores, and it's like gourmet. It is. <laughs> and then I sometimes, if you don't want to do the vinegar, you can use lemon juice, Absolutely. lime juice in there. Ginger is great. So, Okay. Okay. Thanks for the call Thank today. Thank you. So, Brenna, we have one more caller. Should we take that? or I think we should. Yes. Good morning, Miss Jana. You've got a question for us? 
Yeah, I was just wondering. I've been kind of replacing an afternoon snack with um, green Spanish olives. Is that is that not a good habit? Um, it's partially a good habit. Okay. <laughs> but you need to get some protein. Okay. So you need to add some turkey or chicken or beef. Okay. And you need a little bit of carbohydrate, like maybe a half an apple. And okay. then you're perfect. Okay. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. I just have been putting the green olives in a jar in my car just so I don't stop and snack on something. You well, know, that's, I drive a long that's way, not a bad so. solution. That's a good solution. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Bye. <clears throat> so, you know, really, the reality of most people's lifestyles these days, it's busy, isn't it? And food temptations are every place one looks. You know, and I think most people, many people at least, need weekly support and accountability. And honestly, you know, like Nell, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, some need it for six months, some need it for a year, some need it for two years. I've been working with clients for, you know, 10, 12, 15 years that come in on a monthly basis because the ultimate goals and their ultimate goal has been to feel great mentally and physically. And it takes support. Mm -hmm. It does. It takes a lot of support. And so many of us grew up in families that unknowingly stimulated our brain's pleasure centers with addictive substances. And we developed unhealthy habits. We grew up ordering pizza Mm -hmm. on a Friday night. Yes. Or maybe eating pancakes and cinnamon rolls Saturday morning and then Sunday afternoon. Maybe we would go out for a blizzard at the Dairy Queen And of course, then there were the fast food stops after baseball practice, or for me, it was cross-country practice. Mm -hmm. And then for a quick breakfast the next morning, because you're tired, you're pouring yourself a big bowl of sugary cereal or a toaster strudel. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I grew up with all of those. (laughs) Me too! (laughs) And my brain has been conditioned to want that unhealthy food. Yes. So when I get through very stressful times, I go right back to it. Uh, so I know I need to change my brain and I must change my nutrition. I know now I can't go it alone. Just like a person in recovery from drug or alcohol addiction, it needs ongoing support and counseling. I believe also that that it's, it's part of the su- success equation. But I do know being successful for two and a half years gives me the knowledge that I can reverse those unhealthy habits and replace them with habits that will help me move forward. Right, Dar? I definitely, you know, and I, you know, I really encourage everyone to eliminate the habits holding you back. You may take one habit, get rid of it, and then focus on the habits that kind of move you forward. Mm -hmm. So now, as you kind of look at things now, you know, you've lost the 90 pounds, you're, you kind of slid off, and now you're kind of sliding back. And <laughs> That's a good way to, that's a good analogy, sliding. <laughs> it's like our roads. It is, it is. So, you know, probably if you look at everything, you know, one of the words that you said was planning. Yes. And so do you sit down the night before and figure out, okay, what am I going to eat tomorrow? How do you do that? How do I plan? I plan partly, I think it. I think to consolidate it as I'm planning for the week. So as I'm going to the grocery store, I have great apps on my phone. Um, I have a great app that I use for um, planning my groceries. Mm-hmm. And so I look at the recipes that I want to plan. So I say, Monday, I'm, I'm going to make a big batch of chili on Sunday. I followed that from you, Dar. Yep. Just going to make that big batch of chili. 
And then I'm going to figure out how many meals that will make. And then I do my planning that way. Uh, and then I, that populates my grocery list. So then I go to the grocery store. So I do it um, rather than sitting down every single evening and okay. thinking about what I'm going to eat. And some that may work for some people. Um, instead, I do it by what I make on a, either a Saturday or Sunday cooking session. And so I get all of that stuff prepped and ready. And like I said, it just feels wonderful knowing that I've got my week planned and I've got all the food to support that. Uh, and then it's just grab and go. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... One of the things that I do is I put everything in individual containers. Yes. Because invariably I will be getting phone calls as I try to leave the house. (laughs) And, you know, then you can't think. And then suddenly you're at work and you don't have any food. Yeah. Oops, I forgot my meatballs or whatever it was. So I have everything individually, you know, in individual containers. So all I have to do is walk up to the refrigerator and go pull, 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 throw it in my insulated bag and I'm off. Yeah. And no matter what office that I'm going to, this is what I do. And it it takes all the stress away because the most stressful thing is not having food with you. That is absolutely true. So should we take a caller? We should. We've got one more caller here. Okay. Good morning, Miss Karen. You have a question for us? Yes. Listening to you talk about the Alzheimer's and vitamin E, I was wondering what a person could do today as a younger person, to stave off that, what would we do with our diet today to prevent? To prevent Alzheimer's and dementia? Yeah, just, just you know, lessen it, just lessen the chance of having it. Oh, oh, there's so many things you can do. Okay, let's go, brother. I love this one. No, I mean, I think you have to eat quality fats. You have to eat olive oil, butter, avocados. avocados coconut. Coconut. Yes. I mean, you have to have good fats for your brain. And I think taking omega-3 fish oil is really important. Mm-hmm. Now, and then we got to get rid of sugar. You can't have sugar because that causes those tangles in the brain that leads to Alzheimer's. Yes. And then, and then now you would say probably get reduce processed carbohydrates. Absolutely. It's, there's no good that can come from eating food out of a box. <laughs> and then, you know, the other thing is, like you were talking about, ordering food in. Yeah, there's just so many minefields and so much to to trigger our cravings for sugar in in you know modern restaurant takeout food that we don't know what you know anything is really. So in a lot of their seasonings they add MSG to yep. do flavor enhancement mm-hmm. or they add a little bit of sugar to flavor it better or they use bad fats. Yes. So that's the big one. They yeah. use a lot of bad fats. So it's changing a lot of those habits and certainly eating enough <clears throat> vegetables. Oh, yes. Yeah. If you're going to have carbohydrates, you want them to be veggie carbohydrates. And I always say the more color you get, the better off you are because then you're getting more antioxidants, more nutrients and vitamins and minerals. So choosing the broccolis and the red peppers and the red peppers. I mean, I always like to say eat the rainbow. So yes. if you can try and get one vegetable from every color of the rainbow each day, you're doing great. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> we hope we gave you some ideas, a lot of different ideas of preventive uh, plan for <laughs> Alzheimer's and just for good brain health. And for good health overall. Oh, And, you know, of course, you know, there's the things about like not smoking mm-hmm. and limit your alcohol, yes. you know, all those good things. 
Happy New Year to everyone. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you. And Nell, thanks so much for being on. Thank you. It was so and much Brenna, fun. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Drop all its petals on me. Life, I love you. All is groovy. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.